The What's This Full House Edition podcast is part of the What's This Edition podcast network, where you can check out other great shows like the What's This Disney Edition podcast, where Amy and Savannah go really deep into the Walt Disney collection from start to finish. So check out those other great shows on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and other really great platforms. Thank you so much for listening. I am on a mission of sorts to go through every Full House episode in order and break it all down to give you the full feel of what Full House is all about. From character analysis to even a psychological breakdown, I am determined to get through all eight seasons of this phenomenal show. As always, I am your host, Amy, and thanks for joining me and becoming a part of my Full House family. Hello, everybody. I'm back after many months of this. Oh, this break. Oh, I'm so sorry. But today is it, everybody. Today starts season two, episode one, cutting it close. So, as you've probably heard me talk about before, this is one of my favorite episodes of all time for many different reasons. So, I will get into that while I'm kind of reading my notes and doing my things like that. So, um, it's just it's been insane these past few months. So sorry again for not putting out an episode month to month like I usually do, but I did want to take my time jumping into season two. I don't want to rush this, guys. I don't. So I'm just going to go ahead now and we're going to start episode one of season two, cutting it close. So this one was written by our very own Jeff Franklin and directed by, again, our very own Joel Zwick. And produced by Mark Warren and Dennis Winkler, along with, you guessed it, Letty Rips. Okay, so the air date of this one was October the 14th, 1988. So this aired around five months after the season one finale. So they took a pretty much the same amount of time I did. (laughs) to get to season two so five months after the season one finale so definitely this episode is in my top five I would say favorite full house episodes of all time but um so here we go with a little description of this one so when Stephanie makes a detrimental mistake it starts the ball rolling on a string of bad luck for Uncle Jesse so Let's go. Ooh. This starts the um, the first episode of Full House with what is called a cold open. So these will now be kind of a mainstay through the rest of the series. So these were not in uh, season one. So they started right here with cutting it close. So what a what a cold open is, is a short little scene, it's only a few minutes long, showing something cute or funny or, you know, it may or may not even have to do with the rest of the episode's topic. Sometimes it is, though. But these are important, so don't fast forward these cold opens. Sometimes they're cute and silly or they do 
have something to do with the rest of it. So this cold open in particular shows Joey and Michelle, and Michelle is like this little lady now. She's like this little toddler, and she's just... She can't get cuter. I'll just put it that way. And so they're in the living room and he wants to show the family a new like ring around the rosy thing Michelle learned. So note her. I'm just going to note this, but note her incredibly cute high top pink converse. Oh, my word. Oh, my word. Adorable. Where'd she get those? So everyone comes in there to see what Joey has planned and they don't want to because of how many failed attempts they've had with her so far, but Joey is insistent that she won't let them down. So they start to do the ring around the rosy thing at 29 seconds. So they show Jesse talking, note his hair, looks kind of different to me. That what they, um, what it did in the last season, this hair that he starts the episode in, it looks like, honestly, to be honest, it looks like a wig. And um, his other hairstyle in season one did not. I'm just going to point that out because it definitely looks. But anyway, I mean, he still has the mullet, but it looks different here. So... Anyways, they get to the part in the song where they all fall down, except for Michelle. She does not. This is what they were afraid of. <laughs> this is why they didn't want to do it. So Michelle then looks at all of them while they're on the ground and she's standing up and she's got her tongue stuck out at them like, mm, like just being a little brat. But they kind of like giggle it off. And then we get to our famous theme song. This when the theme song starts here in this. So... The theme song here, same as before, the same video stills of the adults are the same, but what I did notice is that the girls, their videos, their videos are different in this season, which is, which I've never really noticed before. Like I watched this episode for the show today and I was like, wait a minute that's a different picture of DJ than what was on season one. So that's really cool. I love how they change things up a little bit here. Okay, so we start out in Jesse's room, okay, and he is practicing his guitar and doing what is called a duck walk. So it's like a lot of famous guitar players used to do this kind of like dancey thing with their guitar for entertainment purposes. So I want you to note also that there are still pink bunnies here on the wall and he's got maybe a few new posters up, but his room is actually really clean from what I'm seeing. Just clean room, which is nice. You know, Stephanie comes in to his room and shuts off his guitar amp. He duck walks back over to see what she is what she wants, you know, she's wearing, looks like a barber, like coverall on her anyways, but clearly it's one of her dad's shirts and the sleeves are rolled up almost all the way, like on her little arms. And she's just the cutest living thing. I can't say how, I can't say it enough people. I really can't. OK, 
Okay, Stephanie then tells Jesse that it's time for his appointment. She's She indicates it's an appointment for his haircut with Mr. Stephanie. She says, let's go play beauty parlor. And they do that. That back and forth thing that we've talked about before in season one, the yes, he does, no, he doesn't, yes, he does thing that they did in the last season. So it doesn't work with him since he's the one who taught her that to begin with. So she settles for the pouty face and slumps down the wall in like absolute despair. She's like, (laughs) she slumps down the wall. So note Jesse mentions she is six years old and is in the first grade. We know she started kindergarten last season. So remember when we did, I think it was episode three, the first day of school, she was starting kindergarten, but she did not have, they did not have an episode featuring any kind of kindergarten graduation. So that's interesting. Also, keep that in mind as we keep going through the the show. Um, we'll have we'll have some uh, graduation topics later, later, later on. But he finally gives in to her pouting. She gets all excited and leads him to her room where Joey is already. He's being dolled up and has his toenails painted and his hair is up in like this net thing that she made. And Jesse immediately starts to laugh hysterically at him. Of course he would, since he's the tough guy and would never let that happen to him. But I think it's quite sacrificial, I guess, that Joey did this for Stephanie and took time like out of his day to get his toenails painted and sat there forever to entertain Stephanie while she wanted to play beauty parlor. So I think that's noble of Joey And I think Jesse should take some notes on that. So Jesse takes his seat at the little table and Stephanie pulls out a real pair of scissors, which, I mean, in my opinion, she shouldn't have even had access to that type of a thing. But you know how kids are. They find ways if they are really determined enough or if they're curious enough, they'll literally find anything anything. They'll just, they'll just pull it out. Like, where'd you even get this? Okay. So anyway, Jesse is obviously very protective of his hair and has been. So his hair has always been perfect and he doesn't even want Stephanie getting too close to him with those scissors. Jesse says the only person that really cuts his hair is named Alejandro. He also mentioned, Alejandro is also mentioned later on in uh, various episodes. So we'll put a pin in Alejandro for now. We'll come back to him later. So while they are sitting there, Joey asks Jesse if he can test out his new Roger Rabbit routine for him that he will be performing at the Laugh Machine. So we've talked about the Laugh Machine many times before. It's a place where Joey often does his comedy act. And the place that I, my theory of, of the Laugh Machine was the place that was possibly where he got stood up by Phyllis Diller back in season one, episode 16, but seriously, folks. So while, while Joey is doing the impression, it's distracting Stephanie from what she's doing. And mind you, okay, Stephanie's six. She's in the first grade. 
She has a big old pair of like kitchen grade scissors in her hand. And Joey is doing a comedic impression. Wouldn't anyone think like, hey, this child has a pair of scissors, a deadly weapon, if you will, pointed near or by a human being's head. Um, and I should not be doing this in, in, you know, to avoid accidents. Okay. That's a common, I feel like that's a common sense action to take, but in this case that doesn't happen, um, at, at all. So, um, she's distracted and all of a sudden she's like, oops. And Jesse immediately goes into, oops, what does oops mean? And he pulls up the mirror only to discover that he has been absolutely butchered. She cut off a huge, massive chunk of Jesse's beautiful hair. Yeah. Yeah, it happened finally. So Danny and DJ walk in to see, to tell them that like breakfast was ready. And they're just as in shock that this just happened. Danny tells Jesse, oh, it'll grow back. It's just hair. And Jesse disagrees, saying, your hair is just hair, and my hair is in her hand. So he takes the chunk out of Stephanie's hand and says that, um, I think, oh, yeah, Jesse says, Alejandro, maybe, maybe he can sew it back on. <laughs> then, of course, Joey and Danny take this time to you know, this very insensitive time for Jesse to make jokes about it. Danny asks if he can pack it in some ice like it's some, you know, cut off limb. <laughs> Keep it fresh. <laughs> and Joey says maybe Eric Estrada can be a hair donor. So Eric Estrada was known for his hair, his big, big, long hair. So that's a funny little term there. And if you see how they're re reacting to each other, they really seem like they are in this genuine f f making fun of our, our buddy about this laughing to his face. All the while, Jesse does not find it funny at all by any means. So there's that. And so now Stephanie obviously, is upset with herself because she made a colossal mistake and she goes into her room and starts to put her toys in the toy box. She says that she's punishing herself and that she's grounded herself until she's 82. That seems quite dramatic for a six-year-old to, to do that with herself and that's just sad. But Danny goes in, tries to encourage her to play, takes her doll to try to make her smile, but it just, it's not working. This scene is actually pretty funny. So she pretends to play with her doll, Emily. She just picks up Emily and kind of bounces her around. <laughs> and the face that she makes is so hilarious. You just have to see that part of that scene because she's trying. <laughs> she's trying. <laughs> she doesn't. Her attempt to, to have fun did not work. Yeah. So her, um, we have a small scene change here. We're now in the living room. 
and Danny is reading a magazine and Michelle is slowly moving the magazines to the edge of the table and they fall off. So Danny takes this moment to teach Michelle the game called Let's Clean Up Bar Mess. Okay, so how about how important it is to put the back the magazines in the proper order. And Danny goes on to say that People, Sports Illustrated, and Times, they're all the same size. So what do, what do we do? We alphabetize. Yes, this kind of starts the neurotic compulsiveness he has for cleaning onto Michelle. But it's not too bad right now. But later on, um, it comes back to haunt her. If you want to hear more about this topic as well, you can check out Season 1, Episode 4, the return of grandma and I'll touch back on the return of grandma here towards the end of the episode today. So even Joey comes in and tells him to not turn sweet Michelle into a neurotic nutcase like him, but it seems like Danny thought he was kidding. <laughs> but he was not. <laughs> so DJ and Stephanie come in to tell their dad that they finished putting away the dishes and it's a very particular the way he wanted them done but the girls the girls did it stephanie tells her dad that she tried to have fun and asks if she can go back to being miserable as they're talking the doorbell rings and dj goes to answer it okay both of the doors open the front doors you know how there's like two and it's a nurse and she says come on in jesse okay jesse comes in and both of his arms are in casts, like in front of him, like Frankenstein's monster. And his hands are just dangling there, like Frankenstein, okay? So he, he's got on his motorcycle helmet on, which either the hospital, like, left it on, or he asked the nurse to put it back on for him. And we will find out the reason why here in a second. But obviously, the family's in shock of what happened to him. And DJ's like, we can't hear you. She pulls up the visor on the helmet so he can explain. So he was forced to actually go get a real haircut from Alejandro. Because he says, oh, thanks to Mr. Stephanie's pretend but not so pretend haircut. You know, he's clearly annoyed at that. So after the haircut, he entered into a parking lot where he missed the sign that read severe tire damage. So he wrecked his bike and broke both of his arms in the process. And it's odd because other than his arms being in a cast, there isn't a single scratch on him. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I totaled your motorcycle. Severe tire damage. Was there like spikes in the road or like a something dangerous you might have fell on? Uh, yeah, it's interesting, huh? Okay. Well, also, he he's saying all of this. He's looking at Stephanie. He's like looking at her, you know, and is very internally mad at her for doing this original um, mistake. But this severe guilt trip towards her, I mean, it's unacceptable. I would never want to make my niece or nephew feel this bad over one mistake. You know, things happen. You know, the bike accident was his own fault. 
and uh, he should at least take responsibility for that. But he's kind of throwing all of this on Stephanie. And he, he had even mentioned before, you know, like I've said, she's six years old. Like, how can one be so angry at a six-year-old? But he does admit that it's not all her fault. But in the way that he says it, you can tell that he didn't mean it. He's just being eh about it. So DJ then insists to see his new haircut. I mean, what is he going to do? Keep the helmet on for the rest of his life? You know, she takes off the helmet to reveal his brand new haircut. Everyone seems to like it, and Joey makes a joke that he went from Eddie Van Halen to Pee Wee Van Herman. Stephanie also chimes in to say that he looks handsome, and she goes to hug him, and he... Like, yells in pain. Like, like, don't touch me, you know? Jesse's insistent he make himself a bowl of cereal and enters the kitchen. And right now is the perfect opportunity for me to take a short break. And when we come back, I'm going to tell you what my favorite scene from, probably one of my favorite scenes in the series. We will be right back. All right, welcome back. So I'm about to go over one of my favorite scenes, probably in the entire series. This one is so funny, so funny. Okay, DJ goes in to the kitchen to see if Jesse needs help, but he's being stubborn and doesn't want any help. So he uses a broom to knock the cereal off of the top of the refrigerator, which, why would it be there anyway? Why isn't it in, like, a pantry? I don't know. Um, so, <laughs> DJ has to, like, dodge his arms in the kitchen. This happens, like, a couple of times. Then he knocks down the cereal onto the floor, and he finds a grilling fork to stab it and then picks it up, and DJ is like... It's dead. I think you can eat it now. And that's just a funny little comment from her, and I like that. Because she's trying to make the light of things here. So he takes the bowl, the, the cereal to the table. Danny comes down with Michelle, and Jesse goes to get a bowl, but can't grab it. So he puts the bowl on his head and walks over to the table, and it's just the most clever thing. There. Danny then reminds him to not make a mess, but of course he does anyway. He's spilling the cereal everywhere. There's no going around that. So Danny puts Michelle in the high chair while he goes to change for work. And so Jesse shows her this demonstration on how he makes cereal. He gets the cereal in the bowl. He's got the cereal in the bowl already because he made a mess. And he has already poured the milk on top, so that seemed a little easy for him. Now, he wants to put banana in it, which at this point is just unnecessary, but still absolutely hilarious to the uh, scene. Like, wh why would you go through the trouble for the bananas? Like, just eat the cereal for crying out loud. You don't need the bananas. But he takes the bananas anyway and thinks for a moment on how he's going to get them in the bowl. But then he sees a rolling pin in the drying rack and grabs it. 
he places the banana on the table and the cereal bowl in the chair and then proceeds to roll the banana into the bowl from off the table. Michelle actually looks enthused by this and is smiling. And uh, you can tell, too, that Jesse is just so proud of the fact that he figured this out with, with no help. But now he has no way to reach his mouth with the spoon. So what does he have to do, you may ask? He then proceeds it to eat it directly with his face like a Great Dane. <laughs> Danny comes back and reminds him that they are there to help, and Jesse gives in to help him for a moment before leaving. He takes Michelle's bib off of her and puts it onto him. Then we come to our very first musical montage sequence of this season. Yeah, so I love how they just do it right in the first episode. There's no choreography or anything like we've seen before, but but we hear the song Help by the Beatles playing while the show while they show different sequences and scenes of the family members helping him do different things. But if you notice, Stephanie is not in a single one of these little sequences. So we will come back to that, but it's all quite entertaining and probably my second favorite scene from the episode. So when I, really quick, when I was a kid, and I was growing up watching Full House. And um, I didn't even know that song was by the Beatles. I just knew it, like, from that episode. So whatever amount of song they played in this episode of Help, that's all I knew of the song. And I didn't know it was sung by the Beatles. How sad is that? I learned a Beatles song, not from the Beatles, but from Full House. So there it is. That happened actually with a lot of songs, um, now that I think about it. So, yeah. Okay, so the montage stops around 17 minutes, 29 seconds. And we see DJ helping Jesse write some music. We go to a little scene change. They're in the girls' room now. But um, she's trying to help him write some music on his guitar, but it's just not working out, you know. He gets frustrated, he can't play his music, you know. Stephanie's there, and, and, and DJ's like, why can't you help? And she's, she's like, I, I'm no thanks, no way. She's been moping around because she feels bad that she hurt Uncle Jesse since they have not yet had a proper conversation about anything. So he leaves the room in frustration. We have a slight scene change again here where we see Danny in the kitchen vacuuming his vacuum. Oh, goodness me. Here we go with the excessive cleaning again. I'm not going to get all into this, but you can, you know, like I said earlier, you can get more information. You can listen to what I have to say about Danny's cleaning habits in season one, episode four, The Return of Grandma. So... Jesse comes down the stairs, asks Danny to open the back door and slam it. So we're getting towards the end here, but DJ talks to her dad about how Stephanie won't help and Stephanie doesn't want to since she doesn't want to hurt Uncle Jesse. DJ even reassures her that she did nothing to hurt Uncle Jesse. She then goes on to say that she, Stephanie goes on to say, 
she not only scalped him, wrecked his bike, and broke his arms. So Danny finds this a good opportunity to give DJ a break from her Uncle Jesse duties, and she goes ahead and leaves in excitement. Stephanie even refers to herself as the kiss of death. Oh, this poor kid. Jesse is now in the backyard, kicking around the remnants of his wrecked bike. Danny walks out there and says that he needs to do something about Stephanie. Danny talks to him for a little bit, and Jesse agrees, so he wants to finally talk to Steph, and Stephanie is so scared of being around him. She even says, I'm dangerous, that's why you hate me. And for a thought of a six-year-old, that is pretty... That is pretty scary for a six-year-old to have in their brain floating around. I'm glad they are finally getting to this conversation because, you know, what if they never had it? That's the thing. So, Jessie is a little taken aback by this comment and says her full name, Stephanie Judith Tanner. I do not hate you. And then she asks him, well, why are you yelling and telling daddy to slam doors? He goes on to tell her that he overreacted and he's not mad at her. But, like, uh, this whole time, it seemed like he was, though, right? I'm not, like, the only one who would think that. You know, he's all of a sudden not mad at her. Come on. He then finally admits to making one little mistake. Like, he's an expert motorcycle rider and he made one little mistake. Now, boom, he's the mummy man. So I'm proud of him saying this because the whole time she thought it was all her doing. Thanks, Jess, for finally clearing this up. It only took you the entire episode for crying out loud. So he boils it all down to one little mistake. He asks her for the world's biggest hug and she walks over to him and like touches his finger. But then he invites her on his lap and asks for her help with some, you know, with some lyrics because he can't play his guitar yet. So as long as she can spell the word baby, which she can't. So he says the best part is that he gets to spend time with his buddy. But he didn't really treat her like a buddy this entire episode. And now they've made amends and everybody's great and happily ever after. And so that's a little bit confusing. So they finally hug, and he wasn't hurting, so they say, the curse is broken! Have mercy! And we have um, the end of that. That is is over. But we have a small little scene change where this is kind of an important little narrative, I would say, in um, kind of works its way, if you will, through the rest of this season. So we have a small scene change here now where Jessie's in Michelle's nursery and it's so cute and she's brushing his hair and he has his little vent session with her and says he needs to make some changes in his life. Like his life in his 20s has just been like rebel motorcycle ride and rock and roll craziness, you know, job as an exterminator and that he needs to make some changes in his life. Then the last little bit of comedic gold for this episode is he calls out for Joey. I need you. And he says, oh, I had four glasses of iced tea. 
And of course, you know, if that goes right over your head and you need me to explain it, um, it's insinuating that he needs help going to the restroom if you didn't realize that. So, guys, that's it. That's season two, episode one, cutting it close. I love this episode. It's hilarious. There's actually, like, a twist, you know, you don't expect Jesse to get in a in a wreck and break his arms. You know, you thought the haircut was as bad as it could get for him. And no, so we had a little bit of bad luck for Jesse in this one. And um, I'm glad he's made amends with Stephanie. And I mean, no other character really did much of anything else. It was mainly about Stephanie and Jesse here in this one. So for this episode, we also had one guest star. One little itty-bitty guest star, yeah. So her name was, actually, she played Rhonda, the nurse, the girl that walked in with Jesse after he broke his arms. Her name is Charlie Spradling, who, I looked up her IMDb, and all I could really find was, like, she was in, like, one episode of Married with Children. She was in one episode of Growing Pains. Just a little bit of work here and there through the 80s and 90s. But her two best-known works here are The Blob in 1988, which is the same year that this episode aired, and a movie called Wild at Heart in in 1990. And she was married was married to actor Jason London. So that's all the guest stars we have today. Um, no appearance of Kimmy in this one. Um, she will make her appearance though soon. So keep your ears open for that. And guys, that's going to do it today for episode one of season two. So this is it. This is great. What do we got? What do we got next? What do we have next coming up? Oh, Tanner versus Gibbler. That's episode number two for this season. And I don't have my pamphlet handy, so I have no idea what it's about. <laughs> and I'm not getting up to find it. So you'll just have to wait and wait for that to come out. So hopefully it won't be another four months for you to get this out. Um, I really want to get back into going with this. You know, we've had some delays, but that's okay. We're back now. We're back now. So it's going to be great. We're going to have a great time with the season two. Thanks guys so much for tuning in today. As always, I'm your host, Amy. And if you guys have any cool Full House trivia or comments or cool behind the scenes stuff that you want to show me or whatever, you can follow me on Facebook at What's This Full House Edition Podcast or on Instagram, what's this full house, or you can even email me if you want. My email is fullhousepodcast01 at gmail.com. That's fullhousepodcast, sorry, fullhousepodcast01 at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today to the What's This Full House Edition podcast, and we'll see you next time. The Full House Edition podcast has no affiliation with Full House or the Warner Brothers Studio. The views and opinions given by the participants are theirs and theirs alone, and do not represent the companies that they happen to work for. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.